Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome back to The Psyche Awakening. I'm your host, Jessica Clowers, and today I'm kicking off Season 1, Identifying Your Success Blockers. I'm diving in to discuss one of corporate America's biggest problems, narcissism in the workplace. So what exactly is a narcissist? Well, it's not just a derogatory word that's used for stereotyping workplace bullies. According to the Mayo Clinic, narcissistic personality disorder is a mental condition in which a person has an inflated sense of their own self-importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and lack of empathy for others. So how exactly is a narcissist a success blocker? Well, have you ever went into a new job with motivation and ultimately wind up in a pool of unworthiness and lack of confidence? Has your boss ever made you feel easily replaceable or incapable of handling your own job duties? Do you see where I'm going with this? We operate on scales of positive and negative, and the opposite of success, positive, is failure, negative. So in terms of energies, like energies attract. In theory, in order to achieve the positive results of external success, we must be internally aligned with positive emotions. Motivation and enthusiasm, for example, are both positive emotions that ultimately equal success. Low confidence and feelings of unworthiness are negative emotions which will align you with failure, and this is just the tip of the iceberg for why narcissism is a success blocker. So there are three major types of narcissists and five subtypes which are broken down into different categories. The first major type is most commonly known as the grandiose narcissist. These individuals display desperate or borderline desperate attention-seeking behaviors and they love to brag about their accomplishments. They feel entitled to special treatment and they will often express their boredom if the spotlight is on someone other than themselves. They also perceive themselves as better than other people or more superior. Next on the list we have the closet narcissist and they still feel like they're better than everybody else but they don't like to be in the spotlight so much. This narcissist will often seek sympathy or compassion through engaging in excessive kindness or generosity attempting to enhance their own sense of self-worth. Finally, we have the toxic narcissist, and the toxic narcissist is highly manipulative and exploitive. The, their primary goal is to dominate and control, and they will become deceptive and aggressive to gain control and show a complete lack of remorse for their actions. They also have a tendency to enjoy watching other people suffer. So the signs and symptoms of a narcissist will vary with each individual, and so does the severity of the disorder. But some of the most common behaviors that a narcissist might express include an exaggerated sense of self-importance, a sense of entitlement that requires constant admiration, exaggerating achievements and talents, expecting special favors, taking advantage of others to get what they want, unable to empathize with others, they come across as conceited or arrogant, and they may insist on having the best of everything. Since narcissists 
thrive in positions of power, one of the most common problems that people have in the corporate structure is escaping the toxic behaviors of a narcissistic supervisor. So how is it possible to identify a narcissist during the interview process? Well, come on, the last thing you want to do when you're escaping a narcissistic supervisor is start over with another one. So here's how you can identify a narcissist in the first 10 minutes of a job interview. Number one, a narcissist may not even look at your resume. Instead of talking about your accomplishments, they would rather tell you all about theirs. Number two, pay attention to the conversation. If the supervisor speaks negatively of any other person to put him or herself in the spotlight, you might be dealing with a narcissist. Number three, if the supervisor talks about getting special treatment or insists on having the best of everything, such as the best office, the best car, the best house, it's possible you might be dealing with a narcissist. And number four, if the supervisor comes across as conceited, arrogant, or they have more photos of themselves than other people in their office, it is possible you might be dealing with a narcissist. Now, just because you may notice some of these things in your interview does not necessarily mean that you are definitely dealing with a narcissist. Keep in mind, you are interviewing for a job and not diagnosing this person. So if you do notice these signs, it's simply just a warning for yourself personally to carefully consider your options before you make any final decisions. Narcissistic personality disorder often goes untreated simply because a narcissist does not want to think that anything could possibly be wrong with them. Therefore, they don't necessarily go seek help for their problems. The only way to treat this disorder is with psychotherapy. The exact cause of the disorder is unknown, but some researchers believe that genetics, neurobiology, and environmental factors could play a role in the development of this disorder. So, narcissistic personality disorder is a mental condition that affects an individual, but it does not necessarily just affect the individual. In fact, a narcissist can be quite harmful and dangerous to the people around them. Interacting with a narcissist on a regular basis is like throwing yourself into a fire. It can cause feelings of confusion, uncertainty, disorientation, withdrawal, drug or alcohol abuse, guilt, grief, panic, denial, depression, emotional shock, intense anger, loss of emotional control, and inappropriate emotional responses. And physically, you might also experience fatigue, nausea, vomiting, dizziness, headaches, chest pain, elevated blood pressure, teeth grinding, muscle tremors, profuse sweating, or even difficulty breathing. Are you starting to kind of see the big picture on how narcissism could be a success blocker? The deceptive traits of this disorder are what make it so difficult to diagnose and treat. Since psychotherapy is the only treatment for narcissistic personality disorder, a psychologist must rely on the patient to be completely honest during the treatment to receive all the benefits that therapy has to offer. Since this is such a common and popular disorder, I have three personal case studies to share with you today. 
The first two participants are co-workers in a corporation in which they suspect they have become the victims of narcissistic attack. And since these two are both under the influence of the same suspected narcissist, I've combined them into one case study that I will be sharing with you in just a few moments. I am required to disclose to you that I am not a licensed medical practitioner and I am not handing out any medical diagnosis for these discoveries. The case studies that I share with you are designated for research and educational purposes only. So this is a true story about two anonymous participants we're going to call Jack and Jill and their boss, we're just going to call him Bo for short. Uh, Jack and Jill have been working with this company now for about six months and they were both hired within a week of each other or so, so they've both been there about the same amount of time. Uh, both of them came into this company with motivation and excitement. Um, they were both seeking better opportunities and opportunity for advancement in their careers. According to both Jack and Jill, everything seemed normal for about the first 90 days or so. And all of a sudden, Jack began receiving demeaning emails from Bo. And he became confused or disoriented as far as how he's going to respond to these emails in a professional manner. He claims that the content of these emails was written as if the reality of the situation had been flipped upside down and twisted into something that made Jack look bad. And he wasn't really sure how to confront Bo about this, so at first he did nothing at all. Jill stated that the first time she realized something may not be right was that she was called into Bo's office for a private meeting. She said that she left that meeting in tears, feeling as if she'd made the wrong decision when she interviewed for this position, and she probably should have taken that other job. She felt like when she left that meeting, her job was on the line, like now her job security had just completely gone out the window. Jack apparently put up with this behavior for a tough couple of weeks. Um, and then went into the office one Monday morning to confront Bo with a private meeting. Jack claims that during that meeting, Bo made him feel as if he was overreacting and taking some of the words he said way too seriously. Jack reported leaving that office feeling defeated, as if he'd been put in check. He spent that rest of his day in a whirlwind of confusion and questioning himself on every little job task he was doing. Jill moved forward with her guard up at that point. She just became unmotivated. She was fearful of losing her job. And at that point, you're kind of playing with Jill's emotional survival needs. Um, so she started only doing what she had to do simply because it became extremely difficult for her to focus on anything other than how much she hated sitting at that desk under the supervision of such a cruel and heartless person. She said that she started feeling defeated, like she didn't even have any energy left in her at this point to find another job, no motivation at all whatsoever. She couldn't just resign without finding another job first because she didn't have enough money in her savings to justify taking any time off. She felt stuck like she was in a big, dark black hole. And then she began seeking professional help for signs of depression. She was prescribed medication for her symptoms of depression. The unfortunate truth 
in this situation is that a narcissist thrives in positions of authority. This is a common problem that people are constantly battling every day in our country. So if it's happening to you right now, trust me, you are definitely not alone. Narcissistic personality disorder is a corporate disease that has the power to subliminally control your entire life if you allow it to. So hopefully if the picture has been a little bit fuzzy up until this point, you're starting to get a clearer picture of what's actually going on here. Looking at this scenario, going back six months, we have two people. Both of them came into this company with positive attitudes. They were motivated, enthusiastic, and excited about starting this new opportunity with this new company. Within six months, one of those individuals is not being productive like they should be because they're constantly being distracted uh, with confusion of some negative behaviors going on within the company. On the other hand, we have another employee who started about the same time as this one did with the same attitude, positive attitude, who's now on medication for depression. Do you see how narcissistic personality disorder is not just a disorder who affects the individual suspected of having it or diagnosed with it, but it's like a disease that affects every single person that narcissist interacts with. So how do you protect yourself from narcissistic abuse in the workplace? Well, here's the unfortunate truth in this situation. There is nothing that you're going to be able to do to stop this abuse from happening. If you report the abuse and decide to continue your employment with this company, you will automatically become a prime target for severe narcissistic attacks. The narcissist will not tolerate any accusations that threaten their self-image or their self-worth. Their goal is going to be to get rid of you as soon as possible and they will always try to find a way to make it appear as if you were in the wrong the whole time. So the best thing that you can do for yourself is look for another job that is a better fit for you and secure employment elsewhere. Report the abuse with all and any evidence you may have collected to human resources before you resign. Whatever you decide to do is up to you, but if you choose to submit your evidence prior to resigning from that company, just be prepared to move quickly if they do not fire your boss. If this is something that has become a pattern for you and you can't seem to escape the narcissistic boss no matter which company you work for, it is possible that you are subconsciously attracting these individuals into your life. There could be certain qualities that you are subconsciously missing from your life that you see in these individuals, which is what initially attracts you to them. It is important that you not be too hard on yourself because what you have been doing this whole time is looking for what you consider to be good qualities in these people. You have to remember that a narcissist is an expert in their game of deception. You never agreed to be their pawn, you just happened to stumble across their game. After all, it is their game and not yours. Once you become aware of their game, 
is when you take the ball back into your own court and that is when you have the power to control how the game will end in this chapter of your book. Is there a cure for narcissistic personality disorder? Well, the answer is yes, if the narcissist wants help. The only treatment for narcissistic personality disorder, like we've said before, is psychotherapy. So the person would first have to become aware of the fact that he or she is harboring these issues within them and then take the initiative to fix themselves or heal themselves by seeking help from a professional. Additionally, combining energy healing treatments with psychotherapy can enhance the recovery process. This next case study was an observational case study that took place for five months and it involves a widowed cancer patient who was unaware that he was also under observation for a case study associated with PTSD and other unknown personality disorders and mood disorders. What is so terrifying about this particular study is that it revealed some extreme symptoms of personality disorders that would have gone undetected had this observation not taken place. This is a true story about a family that was completely destroyed and manipulated into unemployment and homelessness under the influence of a narcissist in the family. Due to the graphic nature of this content, you may continue listening to this premium podcast at www.psycheawakening.com.